0: The Ghost is one of the most special ships in the Star Wars universe. It's also one of the more important pieces of the Rebel Alliance, and it played a crucial role in foiling the Emperor's plans and toppling the Empire. The Ghost served as a vessel and a home base for the Rebellion's Specter Cell. The Specter Squad was a small band of Rebels stationed on the planet of Lothal. They frequently disrupted the Empire's rule over the planet, and they protected the people of Lothal, working in the shadows. To the Empire, they were truly specters, floating just beyond its grasp, and haunting those who tried to establish imperial order. These resistance fighters were bonded by a cause, and in their battle for freedom, they became a family. The adventures of the Specter Cell and the Ghost began in the animated series Star Wars Rebels. Rebels premiered in 2014 on Disney XD, a channel initially aimed at boys ages 6 to 11. The show was Disney's first offering after the company acquired Lucasfilm from George Lucas in 2012. And while many have overlooked it due to its appearance of being simply a children's cartoon, Rebels displayed some of the most resonant and powerful Star Wars storytelling in the past 30 years. In many ways, Rebels was a sequel to The Clone Wars, the animated series created by George Lucas and his Padawan, Dave Filoni. After completing the 2012 deal for the franchise, Disney needed a new Star Wars property with familiar elements to appeal to a new generation of fans. So it gave Filoni the opportunity to introduce a band of Rebels to the Resistance, while continuing many of the arcs established in The Clone Wars. Rebels ran for four seasons. On the Star Wars timeline, the Rebels' story begins 14 years after Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, and five years before the larger Rebel Alliance destroyed the first Death Star in the Battle of Yavin. Season 4 of the animated series ended a year before that momentous battle occurred. And in the nine years since its premiere, Rebels has developed a fan base similar to the Rebel Alliance of that era, smaller in size, but growing every single day, intensely loyal and vibrantly passionate. And the show gave longtime fans good reason to love it. In Rebels, we saw the return of Ahsoka Tano as she finally came face to face with her former master-turned-Sith lord, Darth Vader. The decades-long battle between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul reached its tragic conclusion in the desert of Tatooine. Thrawn demonstrated why he was one of the most dangerous leaders in the entire galaxy. And the Clone Wars finally ended, not through combat, but through the insightful wisdom of a young Jedi in training. But Rebels gave us more than just a new Star Wars story. It stressed the importance of faith in something bigger than all of us, in the unrelenting power of friendship, in fighting for what you believe, even if the odds are sharply against you. And for the Rebel's crew and their friends, many of these moments occurred among the stars, within the walls of the ghost. This is a look at the storied Rebel ship, home to the Spectre Squad. This is the collection of characters and arcs that began in the Clone Wars, continued through the guidance of Dave Filoni during the Disney decade, connected to the original trilogy, and is culminating in the upcoming Ahsoka series. This is why Star Wars Rebels is so special. This is why collectors deserve a ghost ship from Hasbro. And this is Star Wars Prototypes and Production. to Tatooine, and every planet in between, Star Wars, prototypes, and production, with your host, David Quinn. It's a trap! Yes, Master. Well, we're in the standard, the more you tighten your grip, darling, the more star systems will slip to your fingers. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi, that's my father. The Force will be with you, always. In the timeline of Star Wars, the Ghost was the Millennium Falcon before the Millennium Falcon. And to a generation that grew up with Star Wars over the past decade, the Ghost is their Millennium Falcon. Have you watched Star Wars Rebels yet? I can't tell you how many Star Wars fans have passed on it because they believe it's a children's cartoon. And that's really unfortunate. Rebels is crafted out of the same DNA as Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. George Lucas has said that he initially made those films for 12-year-old boys to help them prepare emotionally for their journey into adulthood. They were in the same vein as some of the other beloved generational collections of the previous century, like Tolkien's Lord of the Rings series or Rowling's Harry Potter novels. They were stories that required their audiences to stretch slightly beyond what they already knew in order to grasp them. But the reward from the experience would resonate with those audiences for decades. And as Star Wars proved, age does not matter when it comes to good, connective, exciting stories. The Clone Wars followed a similar path. As Lucas and Filoni created tales that children could enjoy, but were elevated in the quality of storytelling, in the expansiveness of the worlds explored, and in the depth of the character arcs. And over the past fifteen years, The Clone Wars has had its healthy share of younger and adult fans. And Rebels, a Filoni creation without the guidance of his former master, continued what Lucas began... Again, it was a show that on the surface was made for a younger audience. But like The Clone Wars, the further it progressed, the deeper and more profound it became. It was a series that both children and adults could enjoy, on different levels. But the effect was the same. That feeling of exhilaration, of connection, vibrated long after the end credits rolled across the finale in 2018. Hasbro is on the verge of announcing the next HasLab project for its three and three quarter inch action figure line, the Vintage Collection. All signs, including those from Hasbro, point to it being the Ghost. I want to give you a little insight into the ship, as well as the cast of characters that made Rebels so resonant with so many Star Wars fans. There will be spoilers ahead for the series, but my goal isn't to ruin anything for you. If you haven't watched Rebels, I'd wholly recommend it. After all, the Ahsoka Live series picks up where Rebels concluded. And what a conclusion that was. So many questions ahead. Anyway, an advance warning. Expect spoilers for the 2014 series. If you haven't watched the show, I think this episode may convince you to give it a try. And if you have watched it, hopefully after hearing this episode, you'll revisit the series. I'm currently re-watching it ahead of the Ahsoka premiere, and I'm absolutely loving it. So find a quiet, cozy spot, grab your favorite beverage, and let's explore the ghost and the world of Star Wars Rebels together. Before we explore the Ghost, I think we should begin with the memorable crew that made it so meaningful. After all, a ship is just a ship if it doesn't have the right people flying it. In many ways, the Ghost has become the Millennium Falcon of the most recent decade, and its Spectre crew is the best ensemble cast since our original trilogy heroes banded together on screen almost 50 years ago to take on Darth Vader and the Death Star. So let's get to know the 6 Lothal rebels by their specter call numbers. Specter 1 is Kanan Jarrus. Kanan was a force-sensitive padawan during the clone wars. When the emperor's command turned the clone army of the republic against the jedi, Kanan lost his master and everyone he knew. Desperate to survive, he fled the attacks and went into hiding, working odd jobs on different planets. And he kept his Jedi powers a secret. It was on the moon Ascenda where his involvement in the rebellion began. While working as a bartender, he met Spectre Two, Hera Syndulla. Hera was a green-skinned Twi'lek with long head tendrils, whose family led a revolution against the Separatists on the home planet of Ryloth when she was a child. When the Empire crushed both the Separatists and the Republic, Hera took up arms against the Imperial forces. By the time she and Kanan met on the streets of Cinda, she had become an expert pilot. And her ship of choice was a modified Corellian starship, the Ghost. Kanan joined Hera in her cause against the Empire, and the two fell in love and together with Hera's astromech C-110P, they traveled through the galaxies searching for more Rebel recruits. C-110P became Spectre 3. Known by his nickname Chopper, the cantankerous droid formerly belonged to a Republic fighter pilot before their Y-wing ship crashed outside of Hera's childhood home. The pilot perished, but Hera adopted Chopper as her own astromech, and brought the droid with her on her intergalactic adventures. Together, the trio recruited a creature named Garazel Borellius, or Zeb, who became Spectre Four. Zeb is a tall, purple-skinned creature called a Lassat, who served as a captain in his planet's military honor guard. His design was based on early concept drawings of a pointy-eared, hairless Chewbacca by famed Star Wars artist Ralph McQuarrie. The Empire attacked Zeb's homeworld of Lassan and massacred his entire race. Believing he was the last survivor, he joined Kanan and Hera to retaliate against the Empire and to try to prevent future genocide on other planets. Sabine Wren became Spectre Five. Sabine was a brilliant Mandalorian warrior who attended the Imperial Academy of Mandalore. While serving as a cadet, she helped create weapons that, to her surprise, were used against her own people. Sabine renounced the empire, but was shunned by the clans that still supported imperial rule, including her family. After working for a time as a bounty hunter, Sabine was recruited by the Spectre team when she was in her teens. The sixth and final member of the Spectre team was Ezra Bridger. Orphaned when his parents were imprisoned after speaking out against the Empire, Ezra lived on Lothal as a teen, surviving on whatever he could steal. He crossed paths with Kanan and the Ghost Crew after stealing a speeder during one of their Imperial Supply heists. The Ghost saved Ezra from being chased by TIE fighters, and after running a mission with the crew, Ezra witnessed their kindness for others, as they helped to bring food to those who needed it, and later freed a group of Wookiee prisoners enslaved by Imperial forces. Like Kanan, Ezra was Force-sensitive. With someone to train him in the Jedi ways, and with a new family around him, he became Spectre-6. Spectre 1, Kanan Jarus; Spectre 2, Harrison Doula. Spectre 3, Chopper. Spectre 4, Garazeb Aurelius, Spectre 5, Sabine Wren, and Spectre 6, Ezra Bridger. The core team was complete and was ready to assist the Rebel Alliance in achieving the impossible, defeating the Emperor, and ending the era of the Empire's reign. Okay, so now that you're familiar with the crew of the Ghost, let's get a better understanding of the ship itself. The Ghost is a VCX-100 light freighter starship manufactured by the Corellian Engineering Corporation, the same company responsible for the Millennium Falcon. In fact, the cockpit retains a similar look and aesthetic to that of the Falcon from the original trilogy. Hera heavily modified the ship to be able to outrun Imperial fighters, and she nicknamed it the Ghost due to its stealth capabilities in passing Imperial sensors without detection. The Lucasfilm creatives based the Ghost design on a real ship, the Boeing B-17 Flying Fortress. It was produced for the United States Army and became a premier bomber during the Second World War. The B-17 had a long, slender frame, with wide wings that extended from its center. Above the cockpit was a small gun turret. The nose of the plane contained a glass-windowed capsule with a secondary turret. And on each wing, two propellers spun close to the cockpit. So how did the B-17 become the Ghost? Looking at the plane from overhead, start by expanding the areas at the nose, tail and wings so that the overall shape resembles a cross. Then draw a line from the nose to the tip of each wing. After that, on the lower half of the ship, draw a line from each wing to the tail. Filling in the negative space, four triangles are created by these lines, and you then get an octagonal shape for the body so it looks more like a stop sign in flight. Widen the center of it and cover the propellers. Paint it a tan-gray color similar to that of the Millennium Falcon and put a cylindrical docking ring at each end of the wing area. Remove the dorsal fins, mount two powerful engines on either side of where the tail sat, attach a rear gunner's station, add a cargo hold underneath, and you have the transformation from a World War II-era vessel into the Ghost. The ghost is more than just a mere starship. It also serves as the true home for the Spectre Squad when laying low on Lothal or traveling through the different planetary systems. Beyond the cockpit was a common area for meetings and for receiving transmissions. The crew also used it to relax together and to play games of hollow chess. Off the common area were four living quarters. Ezra and Zeb shared a room and slept in the space equivalent of bunk beds. Kanan's room was sparse in design, mirroring his Jedi upbringing and the emphasis on eschewing material things. And Hera's room also reflected a minimalist style, likely due to the fact that her responsibilities as the ghost captain made it a place for much-needed sleep. The Ghost also carried an auxiliary vehicle, which docked in the upper rear of the ship, between the two engines. Keeping with the Ghost theme, the smaller vessel was nicknamed the Phantom. It was a shuttle whose wings would fold upward and around it when docked, and would roll out and downward when in flight. The Phantom was used for reconnaissance missions, and could also enter into battle alongside of the Ghost. Any of the Spectre crew could pilot it, including Chopper. In autopilot mode, the Phantom would automatically return to the Ghost. It was armed with twin laser cannons in the front and a dorsal turret in the rear. The Phantom was upgraded during the series, receiving its own hyperdrive system. At the beginning of Season 3, after a mission went awry, the Phantom was destroyed but it was quickly replaced by the Phantom II, a former Separatist shuttle. The Phantom II was a sleeker model with a high, stylized fin that Sabine painted to match the Ghost's aesthetic. The Ghost and its two Phantoms played an all-important role in building the Alliance into a vast network. They also successfully impeded the Imperial Army's progress and helped put into place the pieces for a rebel victory at Yavin. Next to the Millennium Falcon, the Ghost may have had the most impressive passenger list in all of Star Wars. In the past decade, the Ghost has become a legendary and iconic vehicle. A large part of that is due to it playing host to so many important and notable characters. In many ways, it became a hub to connect the heroes of the Clone Wars and the prequel films to those we would meet in Rogue One and in the beloved original trilogy. The show kicked off its first season with some familiar faces. The Rebels crew recovered R2-D2 and C-3PO, reuniting them with Princess Leia's father, Bail Organa. And after Zeb lost Chopper to Lando Calrissian in a Sabacc game, the charming smuggler joined them on the Ghost for a smuggling run, promising to return the droid to the team if successful. In another episode, a teenage Princess Leia displayed her brilliance and savvy, outsmarting the Empire and stealing three cruisers with the help of the rebels. In the gunner's cockpit of the ghost, she consoled Ezra after he learned of his parents' death. Leia told Ezra she fights for those who cannot, and she saw that same heart and fight in him as well. As John Williams' legendary theme dedicated to the princess, filled the Air, lay a gifted Ezra with a newfound purpose, helping him on his journey to becoming a leader. And the ghost played a crucial role in extracting two cadets who wanted to defect from the Imperial Academy. Wedge Antilles and Derek Hobby Clivian were two young pilots saved by Sabine and the ghost crew, and joined the Rebel Alliance. Years later, in the Battle of Yavin, they flew alongside Luke Skywalker as part of the Red Squadron. Two important characters from Andor and Rogue One also traveled in the Ghost. The crew rescued Saw Gerrera after his entire team was wiped out on Geonosis. Together, they discovered proof that the Empire had committed genocide against the Geonosians. In a later story arc, the Spectre Squad was tasked with rescuing and transporting the Rebellion's leader, Mon Mothma, to the planet of Dantooine. From the cockpit of the Ghost, Mon Mothma transmitted one of Star Wars' most historic messages. In it, she announced her resignation from the Galactic Senate and called upon all Rebel Resistance cells from across the galaxy to meet her on Dantooine and to join her in the fight against the Empire. The Empire. At that moment, ships from many systems appeared from hyperspace, filling the vastness around the Ghost. They arrived to support the cause Mon headed, and the Rebel Alliance was born. When it comes to the Clone Wars, three of the more memorable clones from the show joined the Spectre Squad aboard the Ghost for a series of adventures. Commander Wolf, Clone Commando Gregor, and arguably the most famous clone trooper of all, Captain Rex. The trio had removed the chips implanted into them, which helped them to avoid the Emperor's orders to kill all of the Jedi and as they aged rapidly toward retirement, they sought out a peaceful place to spend their remaining years. But an encounter with the ghost crew led to their rescue from the Empire's pursuit, and the clones soon joined in the rebellion. One of the more fascinating dynamics of the show was repairing the relationship between Kanan and the clones after the events of Order 66. Through the precocious wisdom of Ezra, differences were finally patched and the Jedi once again fought side-by-side with their former brothers-in-arms in in life-or-death battles with the Empire. Providing humor to the series was the return of Hondo Anaka, the space pirate who assisted Obi-Wan and the Jedi during the Clone Wars, but whose sense of loyalty seemed to vanish whenever Hondo could profit selfishly. Through the Ghost Crew, Hondo learned the importance of family and how those bonds meant more than any material treasure. And Hondo's arc culminated in the series finale with one of the most moving and beautiful lines. As Ezra planned to liberate Lethal without the assistance of the Rebel Alliance, a diverse mix of Rebels and Rebel sympathizers gathered to help him. The odds of winning were against Ezra and the Ghost crew, but four seasons of Ezra's friendship had changed the heart of the Space Pirate. And facing those dangerous odds, Hondo rallied the team, simply saying what each one had felt in their own heart. There's nothing I would not do for that boy. But the story that excited Clone Wars fans the most was the return of Ahsoka Tano. Revealing herself to be the secret informant Fulcrum who assisted the Rebellion, Ahsoka traveled with the Ghost crew on missions to stop the lightsaber-wielding Inquisitors. She and Rex reunited for the first time since they parted after the war. And after a less successful reunion with her former master, Anakin Skywalker turned Darth Vader, Ahsoka traveled to the World Between Worlds with Ezra, which will likely play a significant role in the new live-action Ahsoka series. The Ghost saw its share of memorable villains as well. Maul, the former apprentice to Darth Sidious, overtook the Ghost and captured the crew in order to get a pair of Sith and Jedi holocrons from Kanan and Ezra. Maul first appeared in the prequels as Darth Maul, before continuing his arc in the Clone Wars. His character saw a fitting end in Rebels, in a reunion duel with Obi-Wan Kenobi on Tatooine more than two decades after they battled on Naboo and one of the final characters to travel on the ghost in season four was Agent Alexander Callus. Callus worked for the Imperial Security Bureau and hunted down the Spectre Squad before unexpectedly finding a friend in Zeb. Disillusioned by the Empire's ruthlessness, Callus defected and became a fulcrum agent for the Rebel Alliance, reporting on the Empire from the inside. Grand Admiral Thrawn soon discovered Callus to be a traitor, and the Rebels rescued him, bringing the former Imperial into their home. After defeating Thrawn, Zeb and Callus continued their friendship, traveling to the world of Lyra-san, where Zeb's people lived. Through the Rebels animated series, the Ghost became host to a wide array of notable and beloved characters from different Star Wars films and series. It has always been more than a ship to its crew, but to viewers, it was a bridge that connected the stories of Star Wars in meaningful ways. After Lathal was liberated by the Rebels, a seventh member of the Spectre Squad emerged. Jason Sindula, the young son of Hera and Kanan, joined his mother and Rex in continuing the Rebellion's fight against the Empire, which included the Battle of Endor. In her closing lines of the series finale, Sabine describes Jason as born to fly, just like his mother. At that time, we knew very little about Jason. Was he Force-sensitive like his father? Would he become a pilot, a Jedi, or something more within the world of Star Wars? While the answers were left to our imaginations for the past five years, we will finally get the definitive history of Jason Syndulla, Spectre 7, in the new Ahsoka series on Disney+. Plus. Many Star Wars fans consider the four seasons of the Rebels series to be a continuation of the Clone Wars show. And with many of the arcs either carrying over or coming to a satisfying conclusion, it's easy to understand why. With Dave Filoni helming the new Ahsoka series, fans are viewing it as an extension of what he first established in Rebels. Some even refer to the new show as Rebels Season 5 in casual conversations but is this the case? Entertainment Weekly asked Filoni if Ahsoka was indeed a live-action season five. In his warm but guarded, spoiler-sensitive way, Filoni responded, That's an interesting question. I suppose that's one way of looking at it, because of the epilogue that I did in Rebels. Definitely all signs are indicating that there's a continuation. The epilogue of Rebels hinted at many new adventures for the Ghost Crew. Zeb and Callus on lyra Hera, Jason, and Chopper joining Rex for the battles fought in the original trilogy, and Sabine and Ahsoka reuniting to find Ezra and to finally bring him home. The trailers and promotional media for Ahsoka confirmed that we would learn more about what happened to the ghost crew beyond the animated show's epilogue. And for fans who spent years traveling the galaxy on the Ghost, the Ahsoka live-action series is that highly anticipated next book in the collection. Written by the storytelling Jedi Master, Dave Filoni. So that's an overview of the Ghost, the characters, and the importance of the Rebel series within the Star Wars fandom. But why would the Ghost be a fitting subject for Hasbro's next HasLab project? In case you're not familiar with HasLab, it's Hasbro's version of a crowd-funded campaign. Hasbro creates a premium, previously unreleased Star Wars toy that would likely never make it to retail shelves due to size and pricing and sets a goal to reach a certain amount of backers by a specific end date, usually in the span of six weeks. If the project is successfully backed, the toy goes into production, becoming part of Hasbro's Star Wars universe. To date, Hasbro has had two successful Star Wars projects, as well as two recent HasLab failures. Fortunately, both of the ones that were backed were produced for the 3 and three-quarter inch figure line, the Vintage Collection. And this upcoming HasLab project was previously announced to be for the Vintage Collection as well. With the Ghost comes a wide appeal, especially for Star Wars collectors looking to display the ship in a variety of scenes and sequences. As we discussed earlier, the ship has hosted characters from many eras of Star Wars within its animated series. In addition to showcasing the Rebels' crew inside the Ghost, collectors could bring Maul into the mix, covering some of the scenes from his arc in Seasons 2 and 3. Or the focus could be the Sabine-centric Mandalorian episodes as she reconnected with her family and tried to unite the clans of Mandalore with Bo-Katan. Or a display could involve many of the characters that made appearances in the fourth season, as the Rebels and their friends went head-to-head against Grand Admiral Thrawn. And speaking of Thrawn, earlier in the year, Hasbro announced that a Rebels version of the Chiss leader would be coming to the vintage collection in the future. This has opened the door for more realistic versions of the Rebels characters, as well as the likely release of updated versions of Sabine, Hera, and the rest of the cast when they appear in the Ahsoka series. If Hasbro is planning on producing figures from both series, the company is giving fans further incentive to purchase a HasLab Ghost. The ship appeared in the Rebels series and will be in the Ahsoka show, but it has navigated the silver screen as well. In 2016, the Ghost joined the space battle over the planet Scarif for the movie Rogue One as a Rebel troop extracted the plans for the Death Star. And in 2019, the Ghost was one of the ships that came to the Resistance's aid during the climax of Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, and helped to destroy the resurrected Emperor's fleet of Star Destroyers. So children and creative adults can play with and display their potential ghost ships using many of the already produced three-and-three-quarter-inch figures from Hasbro's many Star Wars action figure lines. And through the vintage collection, the addition of Rebels and Ahsoka series figure releases in the future will help collectors to populate their HasLab ghost. The 2018 Java Sail Barge was the first HasLab offering, and it resonated with both children and adults, and for good reason. Mark Boudreaux and the designers filled every room and nook with playability, and gave barge owners the opportunity to explore. And at the heart of exploration is wonder and joy. That's often what a good toy delivers. And the Ghost will not only shine with what I assume will be its many external features, but it will also give fans of all ages the chance to explore the Ghost's cargo hold and cockpit, as well as the common area and sleeping quarters of the Spectre team, with the help of their imaginations and the action figures. And really, Dave Filoni and his incredible team put in the work to make the Star Wars Rebels series one that still resonates with so many fans in the nine years since the show debuted. I'm excited about the potential of a HasLab ghost. Because when you're dealing with a Star Wars story as special as this one, HasLab will deliver the best possible model of the iconic vessel at the highest level of quality, with screen-accurate details and on a mammoth scale. Here's to the Ghost and the Rebels crew. Here's to dream projects at HasLab. And here's to further adventures together on Star Wars Prototypes and Production.